the excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. Braxton Todd cutting right up the middle. He's into the clear at the 30. It's a foot race down the near side hash mark. Look at Adams catch him from behind as he gets to him, but he breaks the tackle. Braxton Todd gets away and goes in for the score. Two and three Washington Patriots travel up Route 9 to take on their EPAC foe, the undefeated Martinsburg Bulldogs. Friday night at 7 p.m. with pregame show starting at 6 p.m. followed by the sports mix at 5 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. It's time for the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Tuesday show, September 28th, and I missed that intro, honestly. I didn't. Wow. Okay, Nick. All right. I see how it is. Yeah. Colin and I have beef off air. Whoa. Y'all got beef off the air? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> Is that Where's Arby's? <laughs> Where's the beef? Yeah. No, they have the meats. We Where, have Where's the beef? The Is meats. Wendy's. Wendy's, Arby's. Wendy's, Arby's, same thing, you know. I didn't know we had beef, so I'm confused. Yeah, well, we do now. Okay. <laughs> we do now. I've established the beef. Why is that? I don't know. Colin looked at me funny today when I walked in. I didn't appreciate it. I'm sorry. It's not okay, because we have beef now. You have beef, okay. Well, welcome everybody into the show. This show is sponsored in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. How you doing today, Colin? I'm doing all right. I I don't think uh, whenever later on the show Jim's going to be here, he might have something to say to uh, Nick about the beef. If he's listening, yeah. He probably is. He typically is a he's, listener. Actually, he's in class though. Actually, yeah, I was about to say, I do believe he's in class. Because originally he told me it was going to have to be a few minutes after 12.30. And then he texted me back and said, I'll just let my kids go a couple minutes early and we can do it at 12.30. I was like, whatever you want, Jim. I'm, That's a good professor. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to let him go early, but you can let him go early if you want. Jim I mean, would be like, you can't have beef with the sports doctor, man. He's awesome. That's my gym. It's not very good, but <laughs> is it not very good? <laughs> All right. Well, we actually have a show to do today. Do we? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought we were just doing this for fun. I mean, it is fun, but we have, you know, we have 50 more minutes to fill. We do. Yeah. Let's talk about Monday night football action. Cowboys get the easy win over the Eagles. Not too happy about that. <laughs> Jim Klein just texted me. <laughs> Told you he was listening. <laughs> never doubt the coach. I never doubt the coach. But the the Cowboys got a huge win last night. Not something that I wanted to see. It was 41-21. At one point, it was 27-14. to Yeah. And uh, the Eagles were well within it. And then all of a sudden, it became a 20-point margin. Dallas looks good. They do. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Philly's very good. So, I don't know if this game tells us much. But obviously, in that season opener, they looked good against Tampa. Uh, look good last week and look good again this week. So, well, also they're, they're the early favorites, I think, in the East right now. I also think it has to do with the fact that Zeke got going last night. Yeah, they got him going a little bit last week. It seemed like, but yeah, he, he's definitely running more like the Zeke we saw in the past, opposed to the Zeke of last season. Well, even in Week One, no, they didn't use him Week One. That's what I'm saying. That but was even, the issue. Like, and then Week Two, he didn't get that many carries. The whole thing was. Why is he number one if they got the Pollard guy? I think is his name right. And they still used Pollard last night, which not as much though. Yeah, but I got to consider too. Yeah, you got a seventeen game season. A pretty good game. Yeah, seventeen game season now. So you don't want that extra load maybe on Zeke. So if you can use a guy like Pollard when necessary, I think it's a good thing for the Cowboys. Uh, Jim says on Facebook, Nick's impression was awful. <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's why I'm not doing any impressions of anybody, because mine are going to be awful. Yeah. But yeah, so the, the Cowboys got that easy win over the Eagles last night. I think I need to revise my NFC standings prediction. I don't. I hate to say this. 
I really hate these words to come out of my mouth. I think Dallas number one, Washington number two, Eagles number three, and Giants number four. Yeah, it but I also to be a think fan and I also think it depends. It's a long I mean, season. It's a long season. You don't play the rest of them until the end of the season. <laughs> That's true too. But it's tough right now I being think a the, Washington the fan. The schedule makers makers really wanted that East to be to come down to playing each other. I mean, that's because it's the NFC least. Yeah, but they never done. They've. I feel like the schedule has never been. What is it? I think five straight games to end the season for Washington that they're against division opponents. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, because they had the one game against the Giants on Thursday Night Football uh, in Week Two, and then they don't play it. I don't think they don't play a division opponent again until the first week of December. Yep. The last five games of the year are all divisional opponents. So in those five weeks, you got. The Giants one more time, and then both well, the second, against the Eagles and Dallas. Second week so that will December. probably decide the division, even if Washington isn't, you know, playing at a high level in the non-divisional games. You know, when they get into that that stretch there, I mean, that's pretty much going to decide it. If they're able to, you know, prevail and play well in those games and get, you know, four or five wins, they're probably going to win the division, even if they don't have the best of marks in the rest of the games. Yeah, and so it's December 12th, 1 p.m., Cowboys at Washington. I may have to try and sneak there for that game because December 12th, big day for me. It's not your birthday. Yeah. I (laughs) thought so. December 19th, Washington at Philly. December 26th, Washington at Dallas. Uh, January 2nd, Eagles at Washington, and then they wrap up the season, Washington at Meadowlands to play the Giants on the 9th. So... I think that it really I guess it just depends on how everybody plays in the non NFC East play because like Washington it's going to be an easy kind of game next week against the Falcons then you got the Saints then the Chiefs then the Packers then the Broncos then the Bucks then the Panthers then the Seahawks That's a that's a definitely a, a huge swing for Washington yeah, that's a could tough make or break, break that. Their the only ones that possibly point out is the Carolina game and the Denver game. Even though right now both teams are undefeated, a lot of people around the NFL think possibly at least Denver might be a fraud at three and zero because of the teams they've played all have not won a game yet this year. Yeah, being Jacksonville, uh, who else was it? The Jets, and I can't remember the third one that Denver's played. So, might possibly be some wins there for. Washington, but definitely not as many as you'd hope, especially with the uh, questionable defensive uh, play so far by Washington. And Questionable to say the least. Yeah, they better step up, obviously, if you want to have a successful season, especially since your biggest rival, arguably, in Dallas looks like it's establishing themselves as the team to beat in the division. See, I think this is interesting. The Cowboys... So December 12th, obviously play Washington. Then they're at the New York Giants. And then they're home to face Washington. Then they play the Cardinals. Then they play the Eagles to close the season. So I think it's kind of interesting that Washington got division games for the last, what is it, four weeks? I guess, yeah, five weeks. No, four weeks. Oh, yeah, five weeks. So the Eagles have their bye on December 12th. And then they play four straight uh, division games to close the season. Uh, let's look at the Giants real fast. And then the Giants have the Bears on the on January 2nd, the Chargers on the 12th of December. So they only play three division games in the last four weeks. So Washington, I mean, it, this, it's the NFC least. That's what they call it. So it's going to be close, I think. I think all the teams shake out. They're all going to have probably by that point five, six, five, six, seven wins maybe. I think this year we might see something different. I think Cowboys and Washington will be the only teams that are somewhat good because I really don't think Philly and Dallas or Philly and New York are good at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. And we've hit our first break of the day. So this segment sponsored in part 
by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. When we come back, we'll, we'll hear from head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas, as we caught up with him yesterday. dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons goal of financing for all. And Parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Youth Wrestling is back in Martinsburg. Martinsburg Mat Club is excited to announce we are opening registration on Monday and Tuesday evenings from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Main Street Athletics Facility located at 303 West Main Street in Hedgesville. Registration is open to athletes between the ages 6 to 14 years old. More information can be found by following slash contacting us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Martinsburg Mat dash club. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. When it comes to breast cancer, early detection is the key. During the month of October, WVU Medicine Berkeley Medical Center and Jefferson Medical Center will offer 3D mammogram screening clinics to women 40 and older on select Saturdays at our Women's Imaging Centers in Ranson and Spring Mills for just $60. This discounted fee helps patients who haven't met their deductible, whose insurance doesn't include one with an annual exam, or for those with no insurance. Schedule your 3D mammogram today. Call WVU Medicine at 1-844-802-2734. Option it's week five of NCAA Division II football on TV10 as the Shepherd University Rams play host to the Shippensburg Raiders. Third down here, third and four. Straight drop back for Bajan. He now rolls out to the right, looking deep down the sideline. A wide open Ryan Beach, and he'll walk in for six. Touchdown, Rams. Hall of Fame weekend between the Rams and the Raiders. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 1130 right here on TV 10 and the WRR TV YouTube channel. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and the sports doctor Colin McLaughlin today. In about uh, 10 minutes, we'll be joined by Colin's broadcast partner for volleyball, soccer, and freshman football last week, Jim Klein. Um, We'll be joined by him on the phone lines. Talk everything that happened last week get his kind of see what he that he liked freshman football called the jim klein tuesday update klein tuesdays yeah klein tuesdays all right well before we hit that Since the man does it all now freshman football like you mentioned yeah uh before we hit that we're gonna play our interview back from yesterday that we had with head coach of the muscleman appleman brian thomas now we welcome to the program head coach of the muscleman appleman brian thomas coach How'd that buy help you guys? Yeah, I think pretty good. You know, we got to work on some things that, you know, needed to be worked on, some things that, you know, we had to get better at. So, um, you know, also with, with some of the injuries that we're going through this year, it's all, you know, it was also a good week to kind of rest up a little bit and to heal, um, you know, some big injuries and then also some little bumps and bruises as well. So, I, you know, I, I really think it came at a really good time for our football team. What specifically were you trying to work on? Um, I mean, it sounds like coach's cliche, but a little bit of everything, you know, blocking, tackling, um, you know, just kind of executing the, the fundamentals. You know, you watch us, uh, you know, football 
football is really not that hard of a game. You know, uh, you, you watch it on TV and you look at it, and sometimes it looks difficult. And, and really, when it boils down to it, a lot of times the mistakes are, hey, we didn't, you know, block uh, our right assignments or we didn't tackle like we should have. So we just worked, kind of went back to basics and worked on some little things, um, you know, as far as just kind of basic football 101 stuff. So, you know, able to uh, heal some bumps and bruises. How many guys have you been able to get back after being depleted a few weeks ago? Oh, man. Um, well, we had a practice. I, I think I told you guys this last week. We had a practice um, two weeks ago where we didn't have uh, 21 guys practice. And the last week we broke that record uh, with 22. So, you know, that kind of gives you an idea of, you know, just some of the you know some of the some of the injuries and some of the stuff that we're going with, but we're we're able to get a couple back. Um, you know we're, we're starting to have some guys kind of kind of heal up, and then he, even some guys that are playing through some pain, um, and they've continued to play, but they're still not a hundred percent. We're able to get that rest last week, so hopefully they can get back a little bit closer to one hundred percent. So you know we got we got about a handful of pieces back, but you know even you know even just the depth, you know we we've had to cancel. Uh, three JV football games um, here in the past three weeks, and I, and I'm not one to ever cancel because you need you need game experience, especially at your younger levels, to build that depth for for your older program. So you know we 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 never cancel games. So even um, you know we're, we're playing a we're playing a, a JV game and a freshman game this week. So we're able to get even some of those lower level guys back that will help build our depth a little bit. You mentioned having to cancel those those JV games and. Obviously, that's not ideal, uh, but some of your younger players are able to get some varsity experience. So, while this season is still, you know, your focus, um, you know, those younger guys able to get that varsity experience could certainly help you guys down the road too. Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I don't think there's anything more valuable. You know, practice is good. You get a lot of reps in practice, but you know, once you get the game experience, um, you know, nothing beats you know, what it is on a Friday night when you're out there and you're getting that experience on a Friday night. So, um, you know, coming into the season, you know, that was one of the things that we knew coming into the year. We had a lot of inexperience just because we graduated so many guys last year. So, you know, I think we'll get better as the year goes on and you see more of that game experience just with, you know, not really our younger kids, but even our older kids uh, that are getting used to, to playing under the Friday night lights. So this week you guys have, are at Morgantown. Morgantown coming off of a one-point loss, 28-27. to 27. Were you able to watch that game on Friday or, you know, kind of tune into it via social media or anything? Um, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I was following the score a little bit and I fell asleep, um, you know, not long after halftime. I guess that's part of, the, part of the thing about, you know, getting a little bit older and starting to rack up some years on my belt as I get more tired. So I actually fell asleep, but uh, – but yeah, I saw the final score, and then you know was able to watch the uh, was able to watch that game. Um, you know, obviously when we got the film and kind of dissected a little bit. What stands out to you about this uh, Morgantown team? They're physical, you know. Um, you know, their their head of football coach Sean Bowser was at uh, Kaiser for so many years, and you know he was he was good when he was at Kaiser, and he had a lot of success with just the physicality. And he's kind of brought the same thing to Morgantown. It is they're really physical. Um, you know, they're 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 unorthodox now with a lot of the wing T stuff that they do, you know, 10, 15 years ago, that was all you saw. And now nobody runs that wing T. So, you know, it's, it's now it's a different offense than, than, you know, what it used to be. So, you know, just, just different with their, with their style and their physicality. Um, you know, they're very well coached. They play, you know, assignment, you know, they, they, they play good assignment football. You know, they haven't won a couple games, but they've also played a pretty tough schedule. You know, they've lost a, um, you know, they're also South Charleston and Bridgeport, who are two of the better teams in the entire state. So, you know, they, they've played a pretty tough schedule. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full. It's another another tough game. You know, like I've told you guys before, our entire schedule is tough. So, we just, you know, we got to come ready to play every single week. And a couple of weeks ago when you guys were playing Sharando, you got a lot going offensively. Is that kind of going to be your focus again this week to get it more offensively going? Yeah, kind of continuing to execute a little bit, you know, just from an offensive perspective, you know, you look at, uh, you know, you look at some of the stuff we, we've been able to do and some of the stuff we've had to do, you know, we've kind of had to evolve our offense a little bit just because of the fact we, you know, lost so many quarterbacks um, that we, you know, we, we, we put an athlete back there 
and Ray Adamas, and he's got a lot of reps there. So our offense has kind of evolved a little bit with him and done some different things with him. So, you know, we, we, we hope that it keeps getting better. You know, with the more reps that you get, uh, you know, I, I think the better that we will get, that all those guys will get, you know, but also at the same time, you know, every aspect, you know, not just offensively, you know, we got to get better um, offensively, we got to get better defensively, and we got to get better on special teams. You know, that our game against Sharando, um, you know, we, we were lacking in all three areas. So, you know, we, we got to do better stuff on all three aspects. So we, we worked a lot of that on a, a lot of all three of those aspects in the bye week. Having that bye week too, and you mentioned having to, you know, go to your emergency situation here at quarterback. So, you know, not a whole lot of film necessarily necessarily they'll have on what you guys plan to do this week. Do you think that will maybe play to your advantage a little bit? Well, I don't think anybody – I'm, I'm not even sure I know what we're going to do this week yet until we see some of our injuries coming back. So, you know, it, it, it's – it's it's in one way it's kind of a good and in another way it's kind of a bad because we bring in different stuff offensively each week so that makes it a little bit tougher for our opponents to to really prepare for us and that's not by design I don't I don't like doing that but um, you know we we came out in the Jefferson game and they hadn't seen anything that we had done offensively but you know they 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 stopped it pretty well and then the Sarando game we kind of evolved and did a lot of different things than even the Jefferson game so you know we we've we've really almost kind of had a different offense every week. You know, we, we were a completely different team. If you go back to week one and watch us against Spring Mills. But, you know, at the same time, I don't necessarily know if that's a good thing. Um, you know, I, I think consistency is good, and I don't really know if we've been consistent. And I think a lot of that's a lot of that those came from our injuries and, and you know some of the adjustments that we've had to make. But I, I really think we're going to settle People in think here. I have all the you know, answers, we, we've settled in the I past think. couple of weeks, and I think you know over the next couple of weeks we'll continue to settle in and get a lot better with you know just the consistency and the more reps that we get. All right, coach. Well, thanks so much. Good luck this week, and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Look forward to seeing you. That was head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas, and we said we'll see him next week. Nick, you want to say why we'll see him next week? Yeah, we'll have the Martin or not Martinsburg. We Muscleman. will have the Martinsburg game, we but will. that Martinsburg game is on Saturday in yeah. Painesville, Ohio. So we'll have the Muscleman Hedgesville game um, on the Friday night. On the Friday night, so that that's a big week. Obviously, I think that Muscleman Hedgesville game will be very interesting because Musselman heading into the year, you know, we didn't really know what to expect out of them. Obviously, they've had a ton of injuries, so not really the same team that they originally were expected to be. But I think now it's a great matchup you know, between those two teams where maybe in the past you would think, well, Musselman's going to roll over Hedgesville. And I'd say now that should be a really competitive football game. So that should be a fun one. And then on Saturday, you and I will have the call as well. Yeah, we'll have the call up in Painesville, Ohio, as Martinsburg visits Riverside of Ohio next Saturday. But first, we got a whole week to go. Yeah, we do. We have a bunch of broadcasts to go. We'll talk about some of those broadcasts next with Colin and Jim. This segment sponsored in part by Rockwell. Rockwell is now hiring for the new facility in Ranson. All employees receive competitive wages and great benefits plans, training programs that support their career growth. Go to rockwelljobs.com slash radio. We'll have Jim Klein when we come back next. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I'm the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. This is Ben Copenhaver, your local alarm professional at Dynamark Atlantic Security. Did you know that home break-ins are 6% more likely during the day? That's right. The bad guys know when you're away, and they are smarter than you think. Dynamark Atlantic Security has the security solutions for you. Don't commit the error when the game is on the line. Phone me today at 304-671-2158 to learn how to play good defense against the bad guys. Dynamark Atlantic Security. Call today at 304-671-2158. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of... Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim? 
auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Technician and electrical and instrumentation. Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. You know what that means. Jim Klein, welcome to the program. Jim Klein, how you doing, Jim? Man, I am doing fantastic. But what's the beef, man? I, I, like, I turn on the radio, and I hear something about a beef. What's, what's the NV saying today? <laughs> Colin and I have a beef, Jim. It just was established on the air a few moments ago. We're beefing now. I don't know why. We just I just decided that. That's what came out when we introduced well, Colin. Well, if the sports doctor says it's got to be, it's got to be. I, I mean, that's right. all I can say. I, I, I don't Colin. know what the beef was. It was new to me as well, Jim. And whatever it is, I guess I'm right about it. So I'm going to just I, establish I, that I, I now. Concur. Great week of sports last week, guys. Yeah, well, I was just about to say that. So Tuesday night, uh, had a little hiccup. But, you know, I came in and saved the day my hero <laughs> i came in and saved the day you you were very generous on wednesday jim and you bought us some lunch much needed lunch shout out for that and thursday we were all expecting to go to muscleman to play or for the soccer game and the rain kind of rained that out now we learned more about it from your text last night when you sent us a picture of their field but you got to call freshman football with colin at like three hours notice and i think you said that it was like a dream come true for you to call football or something? Dude, man, I, I tell you, I, I'm a sports guy through and through. I, like, I, I went to College Park in 1979. My dad, as a toddler, my dad took me to see the University of Maryland play. You know, and, and this is early in the, what, Bobby Ross era. Like, this is pre-Orange Bowl. And it's one of those situations where, like, as a kid – you sit there and you look and you think to yourself, okay, I know what I want to be when I grow up. I, I, I just want to do sports. I mean, that's all I want to do. So, no, I've never called a football game ever. I have watched multiple games at every level. Um, I ran a seven-on-seven league when I worked for the, the Hagerstown YMCA. And uh, I, I've been involved in pretty much every sport at some form or some level. But I've never put on the headphones and called a game, and it was a thrill and a joy to be there with all you guys on Thursday night and to see those bulldog pups. Um, it, it was a great evening. Yes, thank you. So you were at soccer last night. Uh, what did you see in that game and, and how that yeah, yeah, worked Yeah, so I completely understand. As a matter of fact, I messaged the, uh, the muscleman sports boosters today, the soccer boosters, and told them, look, I got a rake. I've got grass seed. Let, let me come down there and uh, throw down a couple pounds, and we can get that fixed by, by spring. It, it, their field looks like someone did a monster truck rally across midfield. I have no, no doubt whatsoever why the game needed to be postponed. And, and my, you know, they listed about 25 sponsors at the beginning of that game. I highly recommend every one of those people who sponsor Muscleman Athletics to consider, you know, donating another couple bucks to get that field fixed because it's somewhat disgraceful. Um, Muscleman won two to one. Muscleman carried a one nothing lead into the half with 25 minutes out of the 45 minute half. Martinsburg tied it up, and with two two minutes and 30 seconds to go. Musselman took the lead, and the last two minutes and 30 seconds of a soccer game is as exciting as the two-minute drill in just about 
any football game. The goalie is standing at midfield. The fullbacks are all in the offensive side of the field. Martinsburg had two or three corner kicks and at least two or three chances to score. At one point, the defense, the fullback or sweeper for Musselman, headed the ball and it went over the goal. They almost had a chance to tie it at 2-2. Two to two. Martinsburg almost had a chance to tie it at 2-2 two to two on a defensive score. So it, it was an exciting game, a very exciting game in a situation where it, it's just unfortunate that that field has not been taken care of the way that it should be. Let's now look into what we got up tonight, Jim. And it's the Washington Patriots taking on the Martinsburg Bulldogs in volleyball. And I know from previous history, a lot of people were probably thinking in their head, uh, you know, it should be just an easy cakewalk for Martinsburg because throughout the past couple years, that's what you've seen against Washington. But this year it might be a little different because to start the season, Washington actually beat Martinsburg three sets to two. So what do you think is going to happen tonight? Yeah, I went to I went to Max Preps and I watched their minute 38 second teaser that they run. Washington um, lost game three. I think it was 26-24. And you know, you know what, Doc? I don't know if we want to give away the whole pregame package here at noon. Like, people could tune back in. But Martinsburg won games or sets three and four. Martinsburg had a chance to, to win that match on the road. In the minute 38 second teaser, it looked like uh, no different than what Musselman did the other night. It looked like Washington served more effectively, and, and it looked like Martinsburg had, a diffi- had difficulty in running its offense. So um, we did get to see the best team in the state up against the Bulldogs last Tuesday, and, and there's no question. Musselman is ranked number one in the state as of yesterday per, per max preps. And, and you, you see completely why. Martinsburg's down the rankings. I think they were around 28th or something like that. Washington's just in front. It should be a very interesting match. They, they look like very uh, equal teams in some respects. I would have to give the nod to Martinsburg at home. But that's why we play these EPAC matches, right, Doc? I mean, anything can go down. Yes, I uh, completely agree. Anything can uh, go down, and it'll be a fun one tonight. And it also should be interesting because I don't know how accurate it is still, but I was looking there on Max Preps as well. And Washington has only played two games so far this season, it looks like. They're sitting at 1-1 one and one overall due to, it looks like, a couple games I know previously, but I thought they'd already be back by now, were uh, canceled due to a uh, COVID outbreak there. Yeah, that, that's just something I'm tired of. I mean, the only corona I want to talk about is, the, you know, the, the pregame parking lot libation before Shepard plays. I, I'm sick and tired of hearing it. The people need to, you know, wear your mask, get your vaccine. I don't care what your beliefs are, but it's here. we got to deal with it. If you're sick, stay home. If you're not sick, let the kids play the darn games. I mean, let the kids play. That's it. You've got nothing more to say, Doc. Your dad probably has more to say about it than I do. <laughs> but the thing is, let the kids play the games. I completely agree, especially after the uh, crazy season we had last year on all levels, no matter what sport it was, with the uh, cancellations and the missed opportunities and how much the uh, frustration with the color map. Let's not even go back to that either. But let's instead look to what we have Thursday. It's going to be a bit of a change because you pointed out to me actually last night, Jim, that all we had on the schedule was the girls' soccer game against Hampshire. But now, right after that, they're at Martinsburg as well. The boys' team will be playing against Hampshire. So we're going to do our best to have both games on TV10 for Martinsburg against Hampshire girls' and boys' soccer. I mean, I think that's fantastic. Any chance these kids get, I mean, Colin, you know firsthand, we had an opportunity for uh, an exchange student at Berkeley Springs, their parents to get to see their daughter play volleyball. And where were they, Spain or Portugal or Liberia? Spain. or something? I can't remember. Yeah, they're far away. That's the point, far away. You know, maybe someone from the soccer team's got a little bitty grandma who's out there in uh, Colorado, and she might want to watch the game. That's the beauty of TV 10, baby. We got WRNR TV on YouTube, you can watch us anywhere. Get your little cell phone out, send it to Grandma <laughs> out in Los Angeles, let her dial in. Oh, I shouldn't say it. That's David Welch's area of the country. No, but seriously, somebody should be 
you, you know, watching this game from far away, and it could happen on any given night thanks to TV 10. Thank you, guys. Shout out to mogul Mike Hornby. Absolutely. Well, Hornby just – he sends a text at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and says, you're doing frosh football. Be there in 20. I go, yes, sir. <laughs> Speaking of that football game – you mentioned that it was your first time on a uh, football broadcast. Actually, after that comment, got a text from uh, Donna saying that she can't believe that because you sounded like a natural, so just wanted to make sure you got that compliment. But also, for those of you that are uh, Martinsburg football fans tuning in, those future Bulldogs definitely looked uh, like it's going to be a top-tier team for the next couple years as well, as they should. Yeah, yeah. Coy Fagan, I, I, you're going to hear him his name with Badgett soon enough. I mean, I would imagine next year. I'm not sure, you know, you know what year Clement is. I do follow Martinsburg's varsity football. I enjoy watching you guys on TV on Friday nights. Um, I definitely think Koi Fang, when he have like six touchdowns, three throwing, three running, or something like that. Nick Busby had a great catch until his injury. The freshman football team is very good. Two eighth graders start and dominated uh, it, it, it's a great opportunity to watch sports at every level, local sports. You're, you're right, Colin. It was a lot of fun, and I get a lot of practice. I'm a Maryland Terrapin fan, so for the last 10 years it's been brutal. Sitting on the couch, hollering at the TV, telling them what they should have been doing right, being a Monday morning quarterback, I just got to put on headphones and do that last Thursday night. It was a great time. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun getting to call that freshman game, and I enjoy all the time getting to call games with you, Jim. Hey, Murphy Clement is a sophomore. There you go. I knew that, but I just looked at the screen, and that's from Mr. A.R. Emmert, loyal watcher on the TV10 Facebook page. Shout out to yeah, him. Always Mr. giving Emmert. us great information when we just don't have it on the top of our heads. Yeah, Mr. Emmert's awesome. During the, four, the, the, the broadcast, you know what? That's something else. We really should recognize the, the viewers. Mr. Mummert, he, or Emmert, he messaged me a couple times during the game last Thursday night, reminded me, like Brady Edwards, I think his name is, a, a linebacker, was a, was a freshman. Uh, I'm sorry, a, um, an eighth grader. And then even on the volleyball team, I got Barbara Belladina Ray. She's messaging me last Tuesday, and I'm sitting in the Muscleman gym. The, the sports doctor's crying in a, in a uh, handkerchief <laughs> about the, the, the XLR he, he burned up or something. I don't know what's going on. And she's telling me, hey, Jim, we can't hear anything. I'm like, really? Wow. So, like, I got people from everywhere tell, giving us advice. And, and different things like that. And it's because the, the viewers are loyal. They're loyal to their teams. You know, John Boyle out of Shepard, he's always promoting TV 10. You guys, are, you're doing a great job. You got it all. And you know that you got it all when you've got listeners like Mr. Emmer, viewers like Mr. Emmer, who, who are giving us the stats, telling us. He remembers the first time Braden hit the, hit the weight room. I mean, these are, these are dedicated fans. Hats off to them. Yeah, hats off to them. And what are you looking forward to this week in your games? Just gonna just a one more question for you. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's Friday. Friday night lights, man. I was I, talking about the games you're calling. Oh, games I'm calling because Maryland plays Iowa on Friday. Night. I got Martinsburg <laughs> to, um, tonight. We've got Washington, a potential five set matchup Thursday night. Now a double header. It's Martinsburg. You know, it's the football. Uh, you know, it's on the pitch at Coburn. You know, I'm looking. I'm. I'm thinking this could be a clean sweep week. I'm thinking Martinsburg could could put up a lot of W's if they're careful. And for any of you Iowa fans out there, I got a good buddy of mine in Des Moines. He's a corn eater. Uh, Grant, my my buddy's name is Grant. This is a trap game for Iowa, as NV was mentioned in the other day, because. They got to play Penn State next week. Maryland has already won on Friday night at Illinois. This is all new for them corn eaters. These those guys up there in 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 Des Moines, the Dust Bowl. I, I'm telling you, this could be a tough game. I, I expect Maryland to take the loss, but they're only getting four points. Did you see that the early line this morning? Maryland yeah. is getting four. I don't know, man. They're they're not respecting Maryland. Absolutely not. Big Although, disrespect. 
I mean, four four points. You'd think a, a number five team in the country, Maryland didn't even make the top 25. You'd think Iowa for traveling. I think maybe people are hedging on that because it is a trap game for Iowa. Shepard's another one on Saturday. Shippensburg's coming to town. It's the old 81 rivalry there. Shepard's got to win this game. I and mean, this is going, should be playoff atmosphere in Shepardstown. So envious. You guys get to go up. And I wanted to come to the booth. Are hey, I that? invited you on multiple I, occasions yeah, on Saturday. You, you, you won't, I did not indulge in one beer on Saturday morning. My, I was so focused on football. Uh, now, I might have had some tomato juice, some very healthy potato-filled tomato juice. But I was very focused on football. This, this whole, I think I watched like nine games from Thursday to Monday, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited for a big week in sports and excited to get your segment back on. Yeah, man, I'm glad to be back, guys. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just glad to follow the lead of the sports doctor. He, he's pulling wires and pushing buttons. And saying, Jim, I need you to talk while I figure out what Spencer did to my XLR. Whoa, 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 whoa. If I didn't come out there, I don't think you guys would have had a game. Well, see, the mic wasn't working at the time. You couldn't hear what he was saying. Let me just tell you. We're glad it was a dead mic, okay? Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay, Colin. Now I we, think that was Now Colin and I have, have I beef. I think that was for all of us. Now Colin and I have beef. Sports doctor is the man. I'm telling you, he he does. He 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 tells me what to do. He's barking orders now. I'm just like, you got to die no matter what. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Jim. We'll see you tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you tonight. I'll text Colin and tell him I'm at Spring Mills. Where the heck are you guys? But I'll be there. All right. That was Jim Klein, TV10 analyst for volleyball and soccer. That was Jim Klein. Thanks, Jim Klein. This segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. They became number one by making you number one first. That's ParsonsFordOfMartinsburg.com. When we come back, we'll close up the sports mix. That's next. Till I bumped into some of your friends Over there talking to mine Then you rolled in with your hair in the wind Baby, without warning With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons goal of financing for all. And Parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251-360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. 
the excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. Braxton Todd cutting right up the middle. He's into the clear at the 30. It's a foot race down the near side hash mark. Look at Adams catch him from behind as he gets to him, but he breaks the tackle. Braxton Todd gets away and goes in for the score. Two and three Washington Patriots travel up route nine to take on their EPAC foe, the undefeated Martinsburg Bulldogs. Friday night at 7 p.m. with pregame show starting at 6 p.m. followed by the sports mix at 5 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix with just about seven and a half minutes left. This segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore, cabinets and designer bedding. Outdoor living, family owned and operated at 360 Hack Wilson Way at Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com. As well as the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. We got, a, you know, six, seven minutes left, seven minutes left. Let's talk about some kind of stuff that we didn't have to talk about, but we can talk about. That Manning Brothers Monday Night Football simulcast, great fun, but also they're probably going to get fined. Yeah, well, Eli Manning uh, might get fined after last night. Yeah, for those of you that uh, weren't tuning into the ESPN two uh, Manning Brothers broadcast, it is uh, all over social media as well. Well, that um, Eli Manning during the broadcast was talking about uh, the Philadelphia Eagles fan base and how a uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan base, not a fan of them. Yeah, sorry, had to clear my throat there, but a nine-year-old uh, would flip them off and give them the double bird. And Can't do that. On air, he decides to also flip off the camera and give the double bird as an example, not realizing that since it's live TV, they can't really blur it out as, <laughs> as quick as needed. So it went out on the air and... There's screenshots all over social media of Eli Manning with two middle fingers into the air. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of funny because he did say, as he was doing it, he said, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to do it anyway, pretty much. He has since apologized. Yeah, I mean, he apologized, but it was kind of a half-hearted apology. I mean, obviously, you know, it was Eli. He was making a joke about it. And kind of playing it off, which it wasn't that big of a deal, honestly. Uh, he but. said, quote, all right, all right, sorry. Earlier, I gave the double bird. I guess that's frowned upon, so I apologize if I offended anybody. I thought that a nine-year-old that a nine-year-old did to me, I thought I could do it back. Chris, I blame you for that, Eli Manning said. I don't know. Who's Chris? I guess probably the producer. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't so. know, yeah, but doesn't surprise me, I guess, from the Eagles fan base, but kind of surprises you for a broadcast standpoint obviously none of us would ever do that but yeah he doesn't know the fcc policies he's an athlete that's true definitely an athlete he's on there to entertain he knows he can't cuss right so he probably should have thought about it but maybe he thought technically i'm not cussing i'm just throwing up a symbol i want to see what the ratings were for that it was definitely a definitely high fun one i mean that was only one of the few uh funny Eli Manning moments last night. You had the uh, hips like Shakira. Yeah. That uh, I know Nick was definitely obsessed with watching this morning. <laughs> I saw him <laughs> watching the Eli Manning's hips move, yeah. doing the Dak Prescott Let's not say obsessed with it. Oh, that's I don't know. You were, <laughs> I you were it watching funny. it a couple times. I found it funny. It was funny. Eli's a funny guy. Peyton's a funny guy. That is true. You know, they're probably going to have a few more of these moments. Hopefully they're not too many so that they don't get taken off the air. Yeah, but. no no ratings yet. Probably tomorrow we'll see those ratings. But last week, I believe they said it jumped up uh, more than doubled the number during week two. Uh, they had 800,000 800, viewers in week one, and they jumped to 1.9 million, um, compared to 11.9 million on the main ESPN broadcast. But it raised... Monday night football ratings because it's all counts as one 
138%. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'd be happy if I was ESPN, so. Yeah, I mean, it's the pure entertainment factor. Also, something I was talking to Nick about last week, which I didn't realize, I was watching a snippet of a video, and we all know about Peyton's Places on ESPN Plus, right? Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I haven't watched it, but yes. There's also Eli's Place now. Okay. <laughs> I just think that's so weird that he just got a show just because he's Eli Manning. I don't like it, in my opinion. You don't well, like that's it? the same reason why Peyton got it. But I also am, like, Eli Manning's okay, but, you know, Giants. I'm not a big Giants fan. And fair enough, yeah. Fair enough. So we got like a few Eli. minutes left. Let's talk some fantasy football. How'd you guys' teams fare this week? Uh, this week was another win for my fantasy team. It was definitely closer than the previous two weeks, but still, a win's a win no matter what. So, sitting at 3-0, and happy, and this week hopefully uh, can get another one. It will be interesting. Had to change some uh, roster positions already due to uh, White being out with the injury for the uh, New England Patriots running back. So, I'll put in Gaskin, the Dolphins running back, and hope that he can put up some numbers for me. You still won with James White getting like 0.6 points this week? Yes. <laughs> Surprisingly, I won. That's impressive. Uh, I lost this week, but it's okay. I mean, my receivers didn't play well, so it's kind of hard to win when you have three guys in your starting lineup get less than 10 points, I think it was. Yeah, so. uh, I'm in the same boat as you, Nick. My running backs did well, but then my receivers didn't do well, and Brady obviously did well. Was actually, well, the game wasn't good for the box, but he did well fantasy-wise. Yeah, um, Tyreek Hill, hit or miss guy sometimes when he's he has been a hot off as of late. Well, I think it's because they're just going to start double covering him. I don't think he's ever going to do what he did last year. Um, he only had seven point two points for me. Uh, Stephon Diggs only nine. Uh, James Robinson went off had twenty two point four points. Uh, Waller only seven point nine. Lockett. You had Lockett, right? Yeah, he only, only got like he only got five point one for yeah. me. Uh, Robbie Gould only four points. The Baltimore defense, you know, they had a bunch of points because at halftime they were leading, they were shutting them out, and then all of a sudden they dropped from like fifteen points to like three points. I think they got me uh, at the end of the day. Yeah, it is what it is. I got Wesley Steele this week, which of course Spencer, <laughs> you know him, so I should win because yeah, he's got should. McCaffrey and he's hurt. He's had, like, so many injuries. He's trying to trade, like, for my running backs. I'm like, dude, I play you this week. I'm not trading you Chris Carson. Yeah. Um, One thing that I want to let the listeners know, if you do not know, we have the Westwood One Fantasy Forecast Show. That's on Sunday, Saturday mornings from 8 to 8.30. And then sometimes it'll re-air from 8.30 to 9, just depending on uh, if we have Mountaineer football earlier that day. But... If you want to listen for your fantasy forecast, tune in Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. For the guests today, Brian Thomas and Jim Klein, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Dupuy. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tune in tonight for some volleyball action on TV10 and the WVU press conference show next on WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740.